Joining us on the line is our resident economist from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. We say hello to Andrew Pyle. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mel. Now, Andrew, uh, we talked last time. We were speculating what the market was going to do in reaction to the uh, the crisis with uh, the coronavirus. this coronavirus. And uh, uh, you said it could have some impact. Well, it certainly did. Yeah, at the beginning, when we had a chat last week, John, we were really looking at the initial signs from the outbreak, uh, initial impacts of the markets, uh, which were not positive, but there was still a lot of uncertainty in the market as to how widespread this virus would get, uh, what the, you know, the ultimate impact could be, and obviously what the impact on the economy is. And, you know, a week later, here we are talking about over 17,000 cases reported, uh, well in excess of 300 deaths in China. Uh, and the markets late last week in particular really took it on the chin, uh, and we saw that uh, really flow over into the Asian markets over the weekend. How is that going to affect Canadian markets, uh, even if, if Canadian investment isn't startled because it seems like so far Canada and North America, for that matter, has it quite maintained? Yeah, I think from a direct point of view, John, the, the impact, direct economic impact, is still seen to be limited uh, when we talk about North America. But one of the problems that investors are going to have with this uh, an analyst is that when we look back to SARS in 2002, 2003, uh, although China was an important economy, it was not at the level that it is today. So China is the world's second largest economy. Uh, it's impact on the world in terms of its own economy is much greater than what it was in 2002 and 2003. Mm. And all of the supply lines, John, but, you know, think about manufacturers here in Canada that get their parts from China. Um, that is a lot more widespread right now. And I think that's why analysts and investors are, are that much more uncertain now, because this could have a very profound indirect impact on Canada, even though the number of cases here still is quite small. With this all up in the air, what are you recommending investors do? Well, investing, you know, advising investors to be very careful here. There's going to be a lot of uh, swings either way. You're going to have investors that are going to, you know, panic that this is going to become a, a trigger for a, a very large correction in the markets. They may be inclined to sell into this. You're going to have investors who believe the opposite, that this will be contained at some point and that this sell-off in the equity markets that we've seen in the last number of days uh, is probably overdone and therefore might offer an, an opportunity to buy. I think what we want to do is take a look at how this is impacting the economy. So we'll start to see numbers in the coming weeks that will relate to late January, early February. We'll get a better read as to is this going to be a significant impact or not. And I think that's what investors have to do is really wait for the data uh, before making up their minds in a radical way. Well, then I look forward to talking to you in a week's time and see how that develops. Andrew, folks have any questions uh, about what we've been talking about or any other questions, where can they go? Well, John, they can always reach out to us on our website at pilegroup.ca. They'll find all of our contact info there, and they'll also find links to the articles and the research that we put up on topics like we're discussing today. Andrew, thank you so much for your time and joining us here in Talk of the Town. My pleasure, John and Mel. You guys have a great week.